Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. All right, check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T with the one and the only Tyler T. So today I got a special guest on here with me. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we'll get on with the show. Hey guys, I am Shelby Stewart, um, founder of the Houston Hip Hop Museum slash journalist slash content creator slash whatever else you want to call me. But I got a lot of titles. I wear a lot of hats, but you know. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, just let everybody know like how the Houston Hip Hop Museum got started, um, what you do uh, and how everything came about pretty much. Um, honestly, I think it was something that Houston kind of needed, but um, it originated as my like master's thesis project. Mm-hmm. And I kind of turned that project into like a real thing. Um, and it's been like a slow roll, but it's been real, real cool. Um, I think like Houston, it's like it, to say Houston has like a lot of different um, museums in the city. I think this is one thing that definitely deserved that type of platform. Mm-hmm. So. most definitely most definitely um so what uh I know you said this was your master's thesis so what did you study uh while getting your master's degree so I studied communications okay. um I have studied like journalism and communications for a really really long time and that is kind of where it was rooted in um okay. but my goal was to kind of create like this comprehensive plan about like a marketing like business plan about how to create a hip-hop museum in Houston and my professors were basically like you know you should really do that you know as much as you love music you should really really actually pursue it so Mm -hmm. I was just like I don't know how to start a museum but okay and then it kind of just skyrocketed from there I guess you know okay so are you originally from Houston Mm -hmm. okay so what um what drew you towards like hip hop and just rap and things of that nature? I think, um, well, I've played instruments like all my life. So I've always felt like a deep attachment to music in a way. Okay. But um, I don't know, like I've always been infatuated with music. And then I think like around the time of like middle school is when I really, really got into hip hop. You know, that was around the time of like Lil Wayne's like Rise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the Rapper Alive era type of yeah. thing. So um, that's when I really, really just started tapping into it. And it grew even more like in high school because I kind of got known like to be this music enthusiast type person. Okay. And then I took that to college with me. So it's something I've been into for a really long time. so who are some of your favorite artists that you listen to um that's always such a hard question for me to answer because I think it depends um depends on my mood my vibe but um I'm a huge currency fan I love big crit man we we twins (laughs) (laughs) yeah no um those are some of my favorites I used to like really really like jam Dom, Dom Kennedy um I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I don't even know. Like, I'm into, like, a lot of different things, so. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I listen to a bunch of Currency. He came to Dallas here recently, like, a month or so ago. I hate I didn't get to see him. But when he w- when he came, I was at the Wale. Con- he had a- Wale had a show, and so yeah. I was there. And uh, I got Big Crit tatted on my arm, so that's. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's my guy. The last time, I think 
oh no no I didn't see Big Crit the last time he was in Houston because he was in Houston recently but his last concert in Houston I actually got a hug from Big Crit so so yeah yeah Big, Big Crit is my dog uh, I went to see him um from he went on tour for his his most recent album um not the mixtapes that he just recently put on all platforms mm-hmm. but his album I went mm-hmm. to see him I went by myself I was lit uh, I got him tatted on me. I got it like a whole portrait of him tatted on my arm, and people be mm-hmm. like, "Damn, you really love Crit." I'm like, "Yeah, bro." Like, he, he got me through a lot uh, mm-hmm. in Houston. So, uh, where let's uh, well, not not even in Houston, but just in 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 yeah. life in general. I actually got UGK tatted on me too. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, where has where has music taken you, or where has this project taken you? Um, and what things have come from that? Um, I think it's taken me to a place that I never anticipated. Um, I think I've always had, I think everyone who knows me and knows me well, like knows how much I love music. So I think, um, I'd like to think that like, I'm just blessed enough to where like my passions and stuff that I'm good at kind of aligned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like journalism, music, the museum it all kind of like morphed into this really really cool project so um like thus far I think um I've gotten like a lot of recognition from a a lot of like local rappers and um like local brands and stuff so like Les knows like about the project um Trey the Truth um but yeah I mean the only like my goal for the most part is to really just expand it a little bit further you know Mm -hmm. like and the reach so more people know about it because I think when it comes to hip-hop like specifically I think it's made with like a certain demographic in mind and it's like it's dope that like those people know about it but I'm really trying to like go bigger than that so mm-hmm. oh yeah so, so what are your uh where do you want this to go or where do you see this going or what are your goals for what you do All right, but, but um, yeah, I think the last question I asked you was like, what what drew you towards hip hop, and where do you see this project going, and how do you want to expand it, essentially? Yeah, um, in the long term, like I said, I really want to just be able to see like the museum have its own like facilities, mm-hmm. and just be a place that people can actually like frequent and come by and see like our different exhibits and stuff like that. That's my long term goal for it. Um, and I think we could get there, honestly. I think I feel like the city is like very, very behind the idea. And I think a lot of people can agree that it's something that Houston really needs. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of um where I'm coming from with it. Yeah, Houston holds a lot of weight with hip hop um in general. Like like I was saying, like we got UGK, we got the ghetto boys, we got it's so it's so many artists um so many people old and new that have come out of houston and i feel like as a city houston kind of sticks together with the music like i'm from dallas so mm-hmm. <laughs> I, look, I look at dallas music and i'm just like it ain't really a lot of people that have made it out of dallas like on a bigger scale um mm-hmm. i mean we got yellow beasy yeah actually and we got like Tri boy freddie uh a little bit 
Uh, yeah, but as far as, and that's no discredit to him or anything, but it's just like, I feel like as a city, we don't back each other as we should when it comes to music and when it comes to hip hop. Uh, I mean, we got Erica Badu, but <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I love Badu for sure, but yeah. um, as far as hip hop music, it's just like, yeah, it's still limited. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Houston kind of has the, the concept like down pack like oh mm-hmm. man, this, this is how you do it and this is how you you make it to where you want to go um mm. that's an interesting perspective to have yeah 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 it is because I, but I, i'm just a realistic person uh mm-hmm. and I, I see it from like okay well what are they doing that we not because i miss mm-hmm. i've seen so many people like go to houston and start rapping and just go crazy like i mean just look at sauce walker like <laughs> like as much as people hate him and as crazy as he can be and like he he got it on lock like he know what he doing yeah yeah <laughs> i mean you're not wrong i definitely think that like sauce is one of those artists like even though like it's not on like a travis scott type of scale he, yeah. has, he has like a a cult type of following like yeah like, really like love like sauce so mm-hmm. and they love his whole movement and what Ooh, they love they love all of that <laughs> so yeah. uh, so it's like yeah um i see that and i'm just like dang i want i want an artist from dallas to to, to really play yeah to get to that level or i want to see people from dallas like get to that level and stick behind each other and you know, just do do what they feel like or what they know that they should be doing. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. what are some of your what are some of the challenges that you faced um, with doing what you do? Um, I think probably the biggest challenge overall. Um, well, I think I'll name two. Okay. Um, the first one being just like the concept of a Houston hip hop museum obviously has to involve Houston hip hop. And that being said, like it involves a lot of like Houston OGs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they're not always the easiest people to work with, but not necessarily in terms of like them, like being divas or anything like that, just like time constraints, scheduling, like people be busy. So I think that's probably the hardest thing um and then after that I probably just say um funding fundraising because I created the museum like under the nonprofit umbrella so it's like this is truly like all just for the love of like Houston in general so Mm -hmm. um there's nothing for me to really gain other than like the city actually just getting a hip-hop museum so Mm -hmm. so yeah like um a lot of it I can say for sure was like personally funded by me because I just wanted to see it like come to life and then after that like once we started like hosting exhibits and stuff like that it actually kind of took off a little bit more yeah I feel that um I'm an entrepreneur myself and kind of doing doing things on myself and I know how I know how it is with you know putting money into something and you like I want to see this go go crazy and I want to see this do big but like I don't really know how it's going to be or I don't really know what could come from it, but I believe in myself and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. comes from it comes from it. Uh, so I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know entrepreneurship, uh, nonprofit, like that can be super challenging. Uh, it just is. Because like you really, 
you really going out on what you believe in. Like you believe in yourself, of course. So you rock with yourself 110%. Yeah. So it's like, who else is going to do it but me? You know what I'm saying? And it takes, I think, like a lot of faith and a lot of confidence to do these type of things. And believe me, like, I'm the first person to say, like, I am, I'm not gonna say I'm not the most confident because that's not necessarily true. But like, in the back of my mind, I'm always be like, I don't know if this shit gonna work. Yeah, try. no, I feel, I feel that, I feel that, and it's like, what am I gonna do if it doesn't work? But yeah. you don't even kind of, you don't even really want to think like that because it's like you're trying to push yourself to this point, like it gotta work. It's very um, hard. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, what was I gonna? What was I gonna say? How? Dang, I lost my train of thought. That's crazy. Um. So what really just, I guess, drew you to hip hop as far as like any other genre of music? Because it's a bunch of genres, I guess, like R&B, um, jazz, you got classical music. Like what was like, oh, hip hop? Um, I think because quite honestly, when you think about hip hop um, and like its origins, I think hip hop originated from like other genres of music. So like hip hop wouldn't be hip hop without like jazz, without R&B. You know stuff like that and because i like was like musically inclined to like those types of music like it all kind of just fell into place that way um like i said like i played instruments when i was younger so what did you um, um i played the piano um i played the drums when i was like a kid and then uh also the violin but um actually just like very drawn to like the instrumentation of it all to be honest with you like so it's more than the lyrics to me it's just, it's a lot deeper than that for the most part i like to think so okay. i'm listening to, like everything okay so what um how did how did you kind of just put this project together like as far like take me through it like step by step if you can because i know um, like in in a master's program they kind of like break it up into pieces they don't just throw it all at you like oh i want you to do this and like oh well do this step, do this step, and this step, and then you're gonna get yeah. um I'm sorry. You good. Uh step by step. Um, I think I really just had said I was like in class one night and I was in class one night and I believe I was just talking to like my classmates and I was really like, hmm, you know, it'd be really, really cool if Houston had a hip hop museum. And um, everybody was like, you know, like that's a really, really good idea. Um, and from there, uh, my professor was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like you should like create one. And I was just like, who? I'm like 22, 23. Like, I don't really like know how to do that um but from there like I reached out to a friend who um I reached out to a friend who connected me with a lawyer who's like okay this is the steps that you need in order to like develop a nonprofit." and I wanted to create the museum as a nonprofit because like I just care like I just care about the city and I care about like hip-hop music so that's kind of the approach that I took with it mm -hmm. um so I kind of got it solidified like on paper and then from there like it was about like developing it like in real life like making like on paper a reality and when I first started it like I had no idea like how to do that I was just like 
there were a lot of different ideas, a lot of different concepts and a lot of different like ways I could have like taken it. And I feel like, honestly, I'm still like learning how to do it all like today. Like I still like, it's dope being in the position that I'm in, but I think it's all still like a learning process. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know everything, you know? So yeah, I yeah, sure. be like, in like a position of learning and that's like whether it's like my my day job or like the museum like learning to just do all of this stuff like um I think I could say like I guess kind of going off on a tangent like I feel like imposter syndrome really be getting to me so like a lot of the times like I don't even be feeling like I'm the person that people say that I am so I think it's just a matter of like me like really getting out of that like mindset of like thinking like I can't do this and just really like going for it yeah I I feel the same way um because I'm a personal trainer and I have like my own business and everything like that and Mm -hmm. I'm currently working like at a job and I like feel unfulfilled essentially so it's like I kind of want to go out and just do my own thing because I've done it before and uh, but I wanted to go into the job market and see like okay like what can this job bring me that I'm not bringing myself or how are they running their business um Mm -hmm. and how can I take what they're doing and bring it into my own business and put Mm -hmm. my own little twist on it type of thing so yeah yeah, it it is it is difficult and uh it's humbling too uh going, going through all these trials and tribulations and really like learning and seeing like you don't think you're capable of something but when you actually get out there and put your foot down to do it it's like damn i didn't even realize i could do this shit that is how i feel like all the time <laughs> oh, yeah. that is how i feel like all the time i i get that like that feeling specifically is something i feel a lot mm-hmm. um like it's not until and I think I also kind of struggle with like like being like present in things. Like I'm so like concerned and anxious with how things are gonna go that it's oh, not yeah. afterwards that I'm like, wow, like I really did that, you know. So yeah. and this is why I like conversing with other business owners um, who feel who ha- who have the same who have similar experiences that I have because like we can relate on the on the same level but it's different at the same time because it's like something that you went through or something that you experienced it could yes. possibly be similar to what I experienced but it's still different in its own way and just having these conversations it's like oh, okay like you know you really get to see that you're not alone and you know what you're doing and uh, yes. I feel like especially like because I entered the job market in such a such a bad time like I graduated with my master's like in August yeah I finished my master's program in August so it's like okay like you trying to start a business like I got my master's in sports management so it's Mm -hmm. like you trying to start a business you trying to do this but like we Mm -hmm. in a whole economic crisis we're in a we're in a pandemic and uh we still trying to live our lives essentially and go after our goal and that just makes it like 10 times harder no I feel that completely so I graduated last year so not this year but last year in May with my um, master's degree and this when COVID had first hit Mm -hmm. and um, I was on spring break I went to U of H I was on spring break and I just never like went back to school like ever. (laughs) I was on spring break and just never went back to school and I was just like how how am I supposed to do this? Like, it was a lot of, I think, growing pains like during that time, but, and it kind of sucked, 
but it ended up like all working out so so yeah and I think I honestly like in that time period that's when I really was able to like figure my life out a little bit more like what I wanted to do with my life became like that much clearer to me because after I graduated never even really had a graduation but after I graduated I um, ended up getting a job at the Houston Chronicle and that's when I kind of really went on this um, writing journey writing about music so okay okay so how um, what are some of your favorite interviews that you've done Ooh, um, I think I was like just talking about it on Twitter the other day. Um, I really love talking to Zero because, and I think I hold that like near and dear to my heart because Zero don't talk to nobody. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he talked to me for almost like three hours. So I thought that that um, was very, very sincere. Um, I actually just recently interviewed Maxo Cream. That's think, lit. Yeah. That's lit. I was like super fire. Um, talked to Maxo and that was like really really cool because I got a real like breakdown of his life um uh-huh. or like rapping like life in Houston growing up at A-Leaf um who else have I interviewed I've talked to Lil Flip before okay I've talked to Straight the Truth before Paul Wall I've actually like knocked out like all the Houston OGs like for real um I think the exception to that rule was probably Bun B um but me and Bun B have like crossed paths like a couple times. I just never like gotten a chance to like sit down and really like talk to him about stuff. Um, but I've really like knocked out a lot of people. And then in that same breath, I'm also kind of like knocking out a lot of like these rising, like up and coming, like dope Houston artists too. So like I said, like I interviewed Maxo. Um, I've talked to Ken the Man. Um, okay. I interviewed Megan before Megan blew up um mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool that was like back in undergrad I was like my junior year of college um so I was like probably like 20 uh 17 2018 like okay. around that time um so I was like when Meg was doing them like ciphers the yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan um yeah uh I think yeah um those are probably oh sorry um my boyfriend was just telling me uh reminding me of somebody else I interviewed I interviewed G Herbo before he oh shit that's like um and it's crazy because like G Herbo he was such an amazing interview um I also interviewed G Herbo in college um and like I'd be like G Herbo's like lyrics are so like um aggressive but they're also very very heartfelt and you forget like that he's like our age like exactly. she's like 24 25 but yeah. he's been through all this stuff but when I talked to him like I was a little nervous at first but like he was 19 like me like I had asked him how old he was like he was 19 when I was 19 so yeah. um, now that was really really cool but he was like on his way up at the time but yeah G Herbo was mad cool um, but yeah, I think I've gotten some, I got some dope stuff under my belt, you know? Yeah, yeah you got a, you got a nice, you got a nice resume. Um, thank you, thank you. As, as far, as far as artists go, as far as things that you've done, I know Herb was a great interview. Uh, I've watched a lot of Herb's interviews like on YouTube. Um, and I just feel like I can, I can relate to her. My dad is from Chicago. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, he born and raised, grew up in Chicago. 
yeah. uh, and just just listening to her, listening to his lyrics, listening to how he carries himself, and seeing mm-hmm. how he carries himself and the yeah. things that he does for for the city of Chicago mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, you know, you 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 lit like you you really care about your city and you really care about growing and expanding um and getting getting out of the city and doing what you what you're meant to do because I've heard so many stories from my dad to my grandparents mm-hmm. to you know just yeah Chicago, Chicago real like crazy like, place Chicago is Chicago is the gutter like it's crazy because it's funny that you mentioned that because um uh sorry my mind went blank um the crazy thing is, is that like, there's a, I went to college in New Orleans. So I went to mm-hmm. Dillard University okay. and um, there's like an amazing, like Chicago to like Chicago to New Orleans pipeline. Like you'll meet a lot of people from Chicago that live in New Orleans, crazy, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I met all of those people in college and I'm still friends with like some of these people I met in college today. And they're the people who put me onto Chicago drill music because mm-hmm. shit, coming from Texas, like, of course, like we knew about Chief Keith at the time, but there were so many other people like behind that door. Like I learned about King Louis. I learned about a whole bunch of other people like in Chicago who was like really, really doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think like more than anything, like my college experience, like really just opened up my eyes to like a lot of different people that like were worth listening to, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like that about college too. Um, college just exposed, especially undergrad, it exposes you to a lot that you didn't think that you really needed in your life. No, it really um, like exposed like you were saying you said you feel like your undergrad um experience brought you into just knowing about the Chicago drill music and introducing you to different artists um Mm -hmm. and I feel the same way about about the music that I listen to um and the artists that I discovered in uh in college because I came across Larry June when I was in college probably like my junior year in college yeah Um, I got I got uh the free minded tatted on my arm too. Mm. Um so Are you you a real committed fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a big fan of music. Uh mm-hmm. I got love yours on me. I got the I got the TMC flag tatted on me. I got all money in tatted on me. Like I'm a I'm a oh, big wow. yeah, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big music fan. These are all my guys. I got a, I got a whole forearm sleeve dedicated to music and black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually going to see June in December. Um, mm-hmm. that was, that's he's like one of my favorite rappers. Larry actually like is in Houston like often, so I didn't see him the last time he came to Houston, but the time before that I did. So yeah, he be out here. Yeah, he's he's such a like he really is regular. You know what I'm saying? He really like a regular dude, but it's just and I and it's crazy because I watched him like blow up. Uh, yeah. I see him from when he started music back in what twenty, the early twenty tens. Yeah. And now he's yeah. 
this big guy. He got music with Money Man and Trader Truth, and he got a Ferrari now. And it's like, <laughs> I remember when you was driving the Beamer, you know what I'm saying? And you was rapping about like the or the green juice and the smoothies, yeah. and yeah, you got oranges on a gold platter, and now you just you know, you go, you going up and that, that really excites me and that really makes me feel good because everybody is like, oh, I'm a, I'm a big June fan. I'm a big June fan. I love June. And it's like, you know, he, he just rap about being himself. And that's what I like about, uh, that's what I like about him. He, he be some, he's himself and he, uh, he just capitalizes off being himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's his whole marketing and branding strategy. So, um, and that's what I try to bring to my brand and, and to even to this podcast, like just being myself and just letting mm-hmm. people know who I am and like what I want to do and who I see here lately. I've been trying to, um, trying to get more women involved. I feel like I involve a lot of men and I feel mm-hmm. like there's women out here doing dope, doing dope shit as well. Uh, as far like you, um, I had, I had someone else on here, um, who's at, and a yoga instructor and she does like functional movement training um so that's like right up my alley interview her uh, i know there's one girl named jordan she goes to temple she has a brand called women in sport um i want to get her on the on the podcast so i'm gonna reach out to her soon uh but it's just a lot of people that um yeah that i want to see win and it's like why not bring you on the platform uh and let you let you speak to you know, speak to the people about what you do and how, how you got to where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's why that's why I decided to, you know, reach out to you and, you know, just get you on because shit, what you I, I respect what you're doing and what you're doing is uh is great to me and I know it's great to the, to other people and they rock with it. So it's like why why not have you uh have you on the show essentially. No, I really I greatly appreciate that. Um like I said, like I'm a person who's like oftentimes in their head about stuff. So it's always like a really like nice reminder for me that people like actually like feel like what I'm doing is dope. So I appreciate that. No, nah, people see you for sure. Uh, people, people definitely see you. I see you posting, uh, posting your, your interviews and your, and your, um, your blogs and stuff like that uh and your and what you've done and i'm just like oh yeah i i gotta i i, I need to reach out to you sooner but i'm like I'm, I'm glad you're here now so uh but yeah like i, I just want to let you know like from me to you that i i'm rocking with what you're doing and i stand behind it so definitely keep doing what you're doing thank you thank you thank you yeah so just out here making it happen as much as i can every day but yeah and that's that's all you that's all you can do uh, at this point because uh and I know, I know it's hard I know it's tough but uh, just stay like I said just stay solid stay behind it um and you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely reap the reward um and get to where you want to be. Thank you. For sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, is there anything? Go ahead and shout out like shout out your socials, shout out everything um everything that you do so people can reach out to you. Um, so you can follow me on all social media platforms at Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y-L-N, Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Um, you can follow the museum at HTX Hip Hop Museum on Twitter, Instagram, and our website is www.htxhiphopmuseum.org. I bet. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything y'all get at me. Um, y'all know where to find me at Talk to Me Tyler T on all 
social media platforms. Uh, yeah, like I said, get at me again, Shelby. I appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and uh, go ahead and chop it up right here. All right. All right. Appreciate you coming on the show once again. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. All right.